This is Benchmark Happenings. Brought to you by Jonathan and Steve from Benchmark Home Loans. Northeast Tennessee, Johnson City, Kingsport, Bristol, the Tri-Cities. One of the most beautiful places in the country to live. Tons of great things to do and awesome local businesses. And on this show, you'll find out why people are dying to move to Northeast Tennessee. And on the way, we'll have discussions about mortgages and we'll interview people in the real estate industry. It's what we do. This is Benchmark Happenings, brought to you by Benchmark Home Loans. And now your host, Christine Reed. Well, welcome back, everyone, and happy uh, 2024. We are well into the new year, and we wanted to start out with talking about goal setting. And so we have with us today Steve Reed uh, here with Benchmark Home Loans. Welcome, Steve. Thank you. Happy to be here. Glad you could finally work me into your schedule. Well, I appreciate of that. Of course, of course. So, so Steve, I know that every year you always work on setting goals and what you're going to accomplish for the new year. I know you look back on a 10-year plan, five-year plan, three-year plan, and a 90-day plan. So, and, and we know that goal setting is what uh, breeds success. So we wanted to talk about that today, and I'm so thankful that you're here to kind of share some pearls of wisdom and experience of of how you've been successful. And so I'm just going to kick it off and just start asking some questions about goal setting because I'm sure now that um, (laughs) most people, the resolutions that they have set for the new year, they've probably already broken those uh, resolutions. So we know that happens quite a bit. So, um, So, Steve, why do people set goals? And is this even is it, is it even necessary to perform at a high level? Do you need that? Uh, well, a lot of people set goals just to make them feel important, like they're doing something. Uh, <laughs> so I would say that's a that's a really great question, but it's it's difficult to say. I, I know a lot of really high level, high performing people, mm-hmm. and I don't think they're that big on setting goals. They're just workhorses, and they you know they just kind of kick it in and just grind it out every day and, and they're successful. And then I know some ultra successful people that are very methodical about setting goals. I'm uh, I'm not saying I'm one of those high, high performing people, but I am more methodical about setting goals. I, I think it's a good thing to do, but you may get different answers to that question. So uh, to me, it just kind of helps give you kind of a true north on where you need to go and Mm -hmm. you can kind of look at that goal and kind of is a good way to navigate throughout the year. So, so I'm big on goal setting. Yeah, I I think it's important too. And I'm going to date myself because I used to listen to Zig Ziglar a lot. I loved him and he was so uplifting and so positive. And he would always say, if you don't write it down, you won't achieve it. So, um, so do most people achieve goals that they set for themselves? Well, so that's where it gets a little bit <laughs> tricky. So research has shown that about 9% of the people actually achieve their goals. 9%. <laughs> so you've got the other 91% of us. I've been on both sides of that. So you mm-hmm. have 91% that do not achieve their goals, which, you know, that's kind of demoralizing too, because then you feel bad about yourself. You know, heck, I've set goals and then I was mad at myself. Why did I even set this goal to start with? I wouldn't be so, mm-hmm. you know, put out here if I, you know, if I hadn't even set it before. So, um, so there is a large number that don't achieve those goals. 
And, you know, that's where, you know, it kind of gets really important how to craft your goals, what to do, what to look out for, you know, when you do set a goal. Right, right. And um, so why do you think that that why do we not achieve these goals? Yeah, there's there's a lot of answers to that. But the biggest things really in the market we're in or in the environment, I should say, that we're in, uh, we have enterprises or we have corporations that's literally waged war against us. And Mm. they've waged war to get one thing from us. And, uh, you know, I taught a class today and, you know, I asked him, I said, what do you think is the one thing that, you know, that they want from us? And a lot of people say our money. And that's ultimately true. That's what I would say. Uh, Money, (laughs) right? And, And ultimately that's true because, but they want our attention because mm. their attention turns into money when they can resell and uh, do the rebranded type ads. So uh, that's one of the biggest traps is, is they get our attention. And there's an article in Science Daily that talks about 46.9% of our days we spend with our minds straight away from the very task we should be doing. So that's over half of our day that we're spending our minds somewhere. I don't know where, but it's not on anything productive that that we should be doing. And if you think about that, how many times have you just innocently glanced at your cell phone and two hours later you're still on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, et cetera, mm-hmm. and you don't even mean to do it, but that's how they literally control you. That's how, that's how they get your attention. And um, we have just, in the last few years, since 2019, we are spending 30 more percent of our time on our phones. So in 2019, we were spending an average of 12 and a half percent of our time. Uh, the last research showed we're spending 17 and a half percent of our time. And they went on to say that if we keep with this current trend, that we're going to spend a third of our t- lives on our phone. I'd rather say a third of our life instead of a third of our time, because that sounds just mm-hmm. so scary to me, thinking about a third of yes. my life is going to be spent on my phone. And do I want to be the guy that, you know, argues with people that I don't even know about politics? Life's short. Why do that, right? Do I exactly. want to be the guy that has the best memes and wants to spend all my time on Facebook. I don't think the most likes on Facebook (laughs) dying for that attention. Exactly. So I don't want to be that guy, but Mm. that's the traps that keeps us from reaching our goals. And it happens every day. And I think if we know these traps, then we're going to set ourselves up for better success if we know what to watch for. You know, and and that's I, that's a great takeaway for me personally because I'm going to uh, tell on myself here. I know that um, I am conditioned when I hear my phone ding, I look at it. Sure. And a lot of times I I live to shop. I work so I can shop. So those of you out there, um, that is so, the rumor on the the word on the street, uh, and you know it that. well, yes. don't you, honey? Yes. Um, but I think that a lot of those dings that come up are sites that I've subscribed to, that I've you know ordered things from, and so I'll open that up, and it'll say, "Oh, sale," and I'll just start looking. Yeah. And before I know it, I'm like. 10, 15, probably longer They've than that. They've got what they want from you. That's your attention. They got my they attention. Got your attention. Yes, so so. Mm. The, the secret is, you know, get away from your phone. Turn it off. Silence it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. Certain times of the day. So. I'll silence mine, then I forget to turn it back on. <laughs> so, but so I've heard that um, it's better to set lofty goals. So even if you don't make a goal, 
um, you still end up further down, you know, the road than you would have. So is yeah. that true? Should we set these, you know, lofty goals for ourselves? What's your take on that, Steve? I, I don't think so. I think it's good to set a goal where you have to stretch a little bit. You don't want a goal that you know you're going to just hit easily. But also, a lot of people, and I've done this myself, um, but if you go back to the social media thing, you know, people that spend more time on social media have less self-esteem. They're more depressed. Mm. You can see it with teenagers, with the teenage suicide rates, that kind of thing. So when we set our goals, a lot of times we're setting in comparison to other people because people get on Facebook a lot and brag about how much they've you know, closed in our industry or whatever, then we start comparing ourselves. So I don't think we need to necessarily set lofty goals, but we also need to set goals where we're comparing our best version of ourselves from ourselves a year ago. So so set a goal where we're in competition with ourselves to get better because that comparison game, again, which social, social media is all about, mm-hmm. uh, we really want to stay away from that. And Teddy Roosevelt said it best. He said, comparison is the thief of joy. And I really think if you don't have a lot of joy in your life and, and you feel like you're in that comparison game, you're not going to reach your goals. And even if you are, you're not going to be happy. So why does it even matter? So watch mm. how you set your goals. Set your goals to be a better you and 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 compare yourself against you from the year ago or from three years ago or five years ago. So you, you really need to do it that way. So there's mm. a right and a wrong way, I feel, to set goals. That's That's really good. And basically, it's just, you know, things that we've learned and we've heard for so many years. Don't compare yourself with someone else. You know, compare yourself with with you. Yes. And uh, I love what you said about want, have the goal to be the best version of who you are, who God created you to be. Um, so what would be some, some of the, the best ways to set goals? Uh, there's a couple of things you can do. You know, I like to write down, I'm being successful when I'm doing one, two, and three. Okay. Uh, also... One of the best things I've found is, and I've just started doing this recently, is put my phone down an hour before bedtime, at least 30 minutes to an hour. There's other scientific research on that with the ambient lighting and stuff that keeps you Mm -hmm. awake at night, but throw all that out, out the window. But if you can take and put away your phone, think about your three wins for the day. You know, what did I do today that, you know, I'm want to pat myself on the back. And it's not always about patting myself on the back. A lot of times it's about patting my teammates on the back. It's about mm-hmm. patting my wife on the back for helping me get through the day. Thank you. Yeah, well, it's, it's just about a continual show of gratitude. Yes. And, and we don't do, as Americans, we do not ever celebrate our wins for long enough. It's like we're never happy. We always want to be where we're thinking about we need to be in a year, where we need to be in five years. When if we look back on our life and say, hey, 10 years ago, would I have been elated to know I would be at this position right now, right here, right now, income-wise, personal life-wise? And absolutely, you would. So why not do that exercise and look back 5, 10 years, celebrate that, and have gratitude? You know, And again, it's not about patting yourself on the back. It's just about you know seeing how far you've came and how many people's helped you along the way and who you can be thankful for. And that is really a good kind of, excuse the terminology, but benchmark Mm -hmm. before you start setting your goals is look and see who you are as a person. And now I'm going to compare myself in a year to who I am now. 
So to me, I love those kind of goals because I'm not looking on Facebook to see, you know, who's doing what, and I'm not comparing. I'm just worrying about kind of keeping my side of the street clean. Mm, so, yes. so to me, that's super important. It is. And so what about changing your goals midstream? So I've set some goals, um, 2024, and you know what? I need to make some changes. So what's your advice about that? Yeah, some people, you know, they say, well, I'll wait till next year. I'll just do good or new goals next year. I love changing midstream. I had, I had a, for three or four years, I was going to do read the Bible in a year and I was a miserable failure. And, you know, I'm asking myself, well, maybe I'm just not a spiritual enough person. Maybe, you know, it's just not meant for me to read the Bible in a year. And so after three or four years of failing at that, I changed to a two year, I found a two year Bible plan and I'm happy to say I'm on day 295 today, and I'm right on track. So I'm not quite halfway. I think it's, you know, it's it's a little bit more than double that, of course, because there's 365 days in a year. But I'm going to achieve that goal. I feel a whole lot better about it. So I have adjusted that. So I always say, yeah, look at your goals. It's, it's something that can change mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, make it work for you. So I'm getting, knowing I'm on track, it's giving me more momentum instead of just, you know, doing away with the goal and saying, well, I'll try again next year. Hey, adjust your goals. I love that. And, you know, we say that a lot too with um, helping um, when I've, you know, worked with women on weight loss and just even myself, you know, if a lot of times if you're not achieving the weight loss that you think you should, then some people just give up and they say, I'm I'm just done. And it's sort of that self-defeating, but you know what? Um, Tomorrow's a new day and we can, Guess what? If you ate that candy bar today, <laughs> tomorrow's a new day. You can always readjust. It's okay. Don't just throw everything out the window. Um, and I know they do a lot of that in Al-Anon and AA and, you know, especially with people, if they start drinking again, hey, yeah. just, you know what? Tomorrow's a new day. Go to a meeting. Yeah. So you said it better than me. I mean, it's never too late to do the right thing. It's never too basically. late to do the right thing. And and don't uh, don't sabotage what you've already done. Um, so uh, looking at goals, how do we craft goals? How, what do you do, Steve, when you're crafting your goals? So, again, the first thing I want to do is do the look back and mm-hmm. have the gratitude and get mm-hmm. in the right mindset. And then the next thing I want to do there's some words I don't like to use. I don't like to use should, you know, hey, I should lose weight next year. I should exercise more. I want to start using the word must. You know, I must exercise more. I must lose weight. I'm, you know, whatever the goal is. Mm-hmm. So just changing your vocabulary a little bit. Also, for years, I was so guilty of just looking at the big picture, looking at the outcome. And I wasn't looking, focusing on the daily habits that I need. So if I need to close Uh, so many clients in a month, I can't always be looking at how many I've closed. I've got to look at, did I make those three calls yesterday I was supposed to make? So look at the daily habits. Uh, It's like running a marathon. You hear a lot of people say they want to run a marathon. Well, you know, you really need to get up off the sofa and commit to walking around the block for a month before you plan on running a marathon, right? Mm -hmm. So so be realistic. You know, I said you need to stretch a little bit with your goals, but don't stretch that much. You know, actually commit to getting your butt off the sofa and getting out and uh, and walking around the block. So um, so that, you know, things like that and, you know, just uh, be process oriented, habit stacked. And uh, and and just be proud of what you do for a living, you know, mm-hmm. want to be excellent at it 
And so to do that, you have to study your markets, you have to study your clients, and you have to bring value to them. So craft your goals around how you can bring more value to your clients, how you can you know, study the market more, and also goals, how you can spend more time with your family. You know, it's not all about work. It's a, it's a balance. Yeah, and sometimes we have to be out of balance in certain seasons of life, and and that's okay. But I think I love what you said. It's just that, you know, make that time for your family because at the end of the day, where does that true joy come from? And it's sharing life with those that we love and those that love us. Um, Absolutely. So what would be an example of somebody's maybe, maybe four to five goals? What would that look like? Yeah, so, I mean, you can be as creative with these as you want. You know, I know I keep talking about walking around the block, you know, but you could say, hey, <laughs> well, I'm going to walk. Example. Yeah, I'm going to walk around the block every day. I'm going to drink a ton of water every day. I'm not mm-hmm. going to eat sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to read one book a month. I'm going to not drink alcohol and put it into my body. So, you know, that's four or five goals that, you know, just on a whim you could just come up with and, you know, stick with them. They're simple enough. Don't make them too complex because we are simple creatures and we need things to be to where, you know, we kind of understand what we're trying to achieve here. So, so if you've got more than four or five goals, you don't have any because, you know, if you have 10, you're not going to do it. Try to keep it three, three or four. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that would just, you know, be my recommendation is just, you know, come up with something that's personal to you. Right. And and even if, you know what, maybe one goal. Sure. But but yeah. those have those simple steps that are measurable so that you can actually see, am I reaching this goal? Do I need as I evaluate, do I need to change midstream and do something else? Uh maybe this isn't working. And and we use weight loss so much because we're all just obsessed with it. Our country, we're everybody has that goal. America is probably the most obese country in the world and the most unhealthy country. Um, but um, but yeah. So looking at those goals. So uh, what are some? Um, I know Atomic Habits. He talks about in the book Atomic Habits. He talks about habit stacking and all those things that lead to if you want to improve your overall health. What are those things you can put in place? And you mentioned all those walking, drinking more water, less alcohol, healthier food. That's habit stacking. And that's really good. I I really like that. So what are some books that you would recommend that you've read this year on how to help people uh, listening to achieve their goals? So I'm going to keep this really simple because the year's young. I think uh, <laughs> we hadn't had too many days in the year. So the best book I think I've ever read on setting goals is called The Gap and the Gain. And this book, I think you're going to be hearing more about this. It came out late last year. Uh, so The Gap and the Gain is is a different take on goals. When I first started reading the book, I I didn't think I was going to like it because I didn't really like looking backwards so much to make Mm. goals because I thought, you know, the past is the past. You know, I can't control that. That's not going to affect my future. But actually it does if it gives you the momentum to, you know, pat yourself on the back a little bit to see where you've came from and what you can accomplish. I think it gets you prepared to, to set the right goals. That's a book that can be read literally in a couple of days. So it's an easy, easy read. Anybody can devour this book pretty quickly. 
And after knowing what I know now and after reading this book, I wouldn't even think about doing goals until I read The Gap and the Gain. So put that on top of your reading list for 2024. Okay, that's great. And I love the fact that it's easy and you can you know read that book in a couple of days. Um, and I think one of the best things I did in, in years ago was a life plan back in 2014 and it was a look back you know on everything and it was just so helpful and beneficial and and i i need to go back and review that now that you talk about that i'm going to read that book but i'm definitely going to go back and review that uh what my goals were oh yeah one other thing too before we wrap up and in this book and i just can't say enough about gratitude because Mm. this book talks about dan jansen who was an olympic skater the best skater one of the best, maybe the best skaters ever, but he'd been trying to win an Olympic gold medal for years and years and years. Never did. A, kept, a fluke would come up. He would lose a race. He would trip. This guy would get in front of him. So, he, But he was the best skater to have never won a gold medal. He got down to his last race, the 1,000-meter race, which was his weakest event in the Olympics, and he started thinking about it, and it goes right along with this book, The Gap and the Gain, and it talks about that in the book, but he's just – he started going from I need to win to I want to win, mm. but he started going to all the gratitude he had for all the coaches that got him to that point and all, all you know, his family, his friends, his coaches. And so he just decided he would skate that race with a smile on his face and enjoy it. He just mm. decided he would enjoy that race instead of feeling all the pressure because he wasn't expected to win that race anyway. Well, lo and behold, he goes out and sets a world record and wins the 1,000 meters, one of the biggest wins in history of the Olympics. And it was because his mindset was different, and he had that kind of gratitude. So um, I, I don't know. I never really kind of connected gratitude with goal setting, but mm. now I do, and now it's so huge. And just to have that gratitude, because none of us got here by ourselves. We've all had lots of help. Yes. And uh, so anyway, I'll just leave you with that, but you'll read it in the book. Hopefully everybody will get the book, and I highly recommend it. Great story. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, and I love that, um, uh, the, the, the connection with gratitude. So, so Steve, I know we're wrapping this up, and so what final thoughts or comments do you have um, for us today? Oh, wow. Stay positive. We, in my (laughs) world, we had a rough 2023. So my goal is just to get ahead of 2024 uh, in a positive way. And I think it's going to be a great 24. It's already looking better for interest rates and and for our world. So it's, and, and that's another reason to look back. I look back on 23 and if you'd have told me in 22, here's what's going to happen in 23, I'd say, there's no way I'm going to make it. You know, we're going to mm-hmm. go out of business. We're not going to survive this. I'm not going to sleep, but guess what? I slept most nights of 23. I'm still here. Everything's good. You know, so we can do more than we think we can do. And, um, we can, the challenges we face are all there for the gain. And that's part of the gap in the game book as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, those challenges are gains. And I'm thankful for those challenges and just thankful that we're still in the game. And so just got a really positive outlook for 24. That's great. And that what the, we're going to end on that note. 
to have a positive attitude for 2024. So, Steve, great wealth of information. Thank you for reading that book and coming on today and sharing that. The Gap in the Gain, everybody. So highly recommend. Go out and get that book. Start your goal setting. And thank you, Steve. This has been Benchmark Happenings, brought to you by Jonathan Tipton and Steve Reed from Benchmark Home Loans. Jonathan and Steve are residential mortgage lenders. They do home loans in Northeast Tennessee. And they're not only licensed in Tennessee, but Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Virginia. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. Our passion is Northeast Tennessee. So if you have questions about mortgages, call us at 423-491-5405. And the website is www.jonathanandsteve.com. Thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time on Benchmark Happenings. That was real.